Welcome to the official Universal Disney Nuts podcast. If you're passionate about Central Florida theme parks like we are, then you've come to the right place. Now on to the show. Here's your host, Bill Balserski. Universal Disney Nuts, I am Bill, your host. Welcome back to the show, everybody. UDN Live from the Tiki Bar. It's a hot one today. Slightly. It's a little humid. Yeah, you could definitely feel the humidity (laughs) today. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been getting drowned lately by all these tropical storms and everything in the area. It's crazy. The rain has been nuts. Our front yard looks like Animal Kingdom. Your backyard did too recently. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just crazy. This weather is just Speaking of Animal Kingdom, we actually had a bear come through this morning at 7.30. I swear they're ignoring me. (laughs) 7.30 this morning, they were running through. Yep. They'll go hang out in the woods. Right? How long is this cord? (laughs) (laughs) UDN Live from the Tiki Bar. Of course, we have Mr. Dave Indy. Hello. And, of course, we have Miss Tanya. Hello. Parks have been busy lately. Yeah, just a little. They have Have been. Have you seen how many people are in these parks lately? It was a little busy today, but I don't know if that had more to do with those, quote-unquote, the first day of fall at the Magic Kingdom. I don't know how the other parks were, but Magic Kingdom was a little busy. Now, I didn't go on any of the rides or anything, but... I think the longest wait I saw at one point was 55 minutes. We're, we're almost kind of getting spoiled, right? As Florida pass holders, going into these parks when it was dead during COVID, we right. could pretty much do whatever we wanted <laughs> whenever we right wanted. On the rides. <laughs> no waits for rides, minimal stuff open, but we can deal with that when, you know, you walk on mine train in 10 minutes mm-hmm. when typically it's 130 minutes. Right. You know, we've been <laughs> spoiled, right? A little bit. I think that's about to change. I knew though. that was short lived, though. I mean, yeah, we all knew we it knew was that. just a matter of time. CDC has just announced that they're loosening the international restrictions for travel. Yes. And the United States has already started to consider accepting more international flights into the country. Because as of right now, that was limited to 15 airports they had to go through in the U.S. Now, obviously, that is going to be lifted. And Kona joins the podcast. Yes, he's in heaven over there next to Indy. Every time we do this podcast, Kona jumps right where Dave is and lays down, and he's like, you can pet me now. Yeah. And then I got the look because I stopped petting. <laughs> it's like, yo, your hand. When you, we go live later on, you'll probably see what we're talking about. <laughs> you, uh, you have a new friend, my my friend. I paid for 15 minutes. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the United States is considering accepting more international flights, as Tanya said. Orlando is definitely one of the airports that will be included in that. Mm-hmm. So we will see more and more international guests arriving to Central Florida to go to these theme parks. Good news for the furloughed workers. It's good news for the economy of Central Florida. It's good news for everybody except the annual pass holders who have been spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But, I mean, I think we all knew that it was going to be short-lived and that it was eventually going to get back to normal. <laughs> we don't know how many people are going to take advantage of this. I mean, I know there's a bunch of listeners that are in the UK. Mm-hmm. I know there's a bunch of listeners in Australia that will probably take advantage of this yep. and come over and get their Disney fix. I will tell you, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, that both Disney and Universal have done a phenomenal job managing this covid you know they have to deal with the stupid people always but i think outside of the stupid people they've done a phenomenal job managing everything you can come here go to these parks and feel safe about it yes definitely so see world has stepped up their uh game so i mean i was gonna say since their opening fiasco they really have come a long way and truth be told with the current announcement that just happened today about 1900 workers being laid off at SeaWorld. sad man it breaks my heart enough's enough we got to get back to work you know like this is getting crazy now people are losing their jobs left and right and and we're on the verge of recovering especially if international guests start coming but at this point it's like Something's got to give, you know? Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get through this, and uh, we'll get back to business. Your hand getting tired from petting Kona? Yeah, just a little. (laughs) He's like, you're not done. (laughs) Yeah, if I move my hand, I start to get the look. Like, uh, dude. (laughs) He is completely in heaven right now. Moving on to other topics, we had our first annual UDN Live Appreciation Dinner. Yes. That was very cool. It was. Tanya and I got together with Dave and Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Super cool to meet you. Hey, Michelle. We went to Icon Park this week. Yes. Did a little yard house. It was good. Yeah, it was. What did you think of those raviolis? They were pretty um, good. I cleaned my plate pretty quickly. Yeah, I you was did, too. Say, you. <laughs> <laughs> I got about that didn't ha- stand a chance. I got about halfway through, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so filling. I look over, and Dave's, like, licking the plate. I'm like, wow. Not far from it. And my wow. jambalaya was very good. Yeah, we I had that. raisin beef. Short rib raisin beef. It was a new item, yeah. And oh. that was even after the appetizer. My mm. God, it was phenomenal. I Absolutely phenomenal. I could have ate those cheese curds forever. Oh, they were yeah, awesome, too. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the, what, what was the other one we had? Pokey nachos. The pokey ahi tuna nachos. Yeah, oh. that was good, too, right? It was well, different. I'm not a big pokey fan, okay. so, but... I mean, that's why I, you saw me just devouring those cheese curds. Yeah, you were, were killing them. You were killing them. Speaking about Icon Park, I don't know if you guys have heard recently, a little bit of sad news coming out of Icon Park. Yeah. Everybody knows of the Star Flyer that's there in Icon Park. That's that super, super tall ride with the swings. The swings, yeah. It's spins the tallest around. one in the world. Yeah, 450 feet. That particular ride has put Orlando on the map as far as having the tallest ride really honestly the coolest ride i mean it's right there next to your orlando eye i know that's yeah. not what it's called but nah. that's what i'm gonna call it <laughs> you know like every major city has an eye so that's our eye that's yes. what it was when it opened yeah, yeah i don't know why they went through it's changed names so many times that i've lost count of Agreed. what it's been it's called <laughs> but our hearts and prayers go out to the family of jacob david kaminsky uh, he's a service worker for that particular ride. Young, too. He yeah, was climbing up. Young. 21. Climbing up 450-foot tower to do a safety inspection, and he slipped and fell. 
prepared. It was about halfway, about 200 feet. Yeah, yeah. Well, needless to say, he, uh, he did not survive the fall, died on the way to the hospital. So, I, again, as Tanya said, he was only 21, so that's a huge loss. You know, our hearts and prayers go out to their family. We never want to see this kind of stuff. You know, obviously a ride that tall, that big, and that popular. I mean, they ride that thing in rain, sleet, snow, hail. Like, <laughs> it's game yeah. on all yeah. the time. Obviously, it needs to be maintained and needs to be inspected. And these guys are unsung heroes when it comes to... Keeping everybody safe. Yeah, yeah, especially on all the rides and the parks and everything. So, really sad, but... He'd actually worked on Iron Gwazi, too, over at Bush Gardens. There's a petition on, what is it, change.org or whatever that petition site where they always had that stuff out there yeah. for a plaque to be put up for at that ride because of him working on it. Yeah. There's a lot of signatures already on that one. Well, forward it to me because I'll put mine on there. All right. Because I, I definitely want to do that because he needs to be on there. Yeah. Moving on, we talked about Rides of the Resistance. It continues to have issues. Now, as we all know, Rise of the Resistance, Galaxy Edge, was really, really one of the most anticipated rides that Disney could possibly have. Yes. And... It was important for Disney to nail this, like nail it. <laughs> and well, I think they did nail it with the ride. It just needs to yeah. stop going down so often. But you think of how many times a day that actually is up and running. Yeah, I mean, it's rolling 24-7 when it's actually rolling. It has been a few days lately where they've gotten through all of the, the boarding passes and stuff, but we obviously hear more about it when it breaks down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more news when it breaks down, and it yeah. seems like it's breaking down every 20 minutes. But the thing about it is Rise of the Resistance was supposed to be that crown jewel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Smuggler's Run was really cool. Mm-hmm. But Rise of the Resistance would have been that next level ride for the Disney. The cherry on top. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, I think they, they came out strong out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And I think they were nailing it. COVID hit. That changed the dynamic. A little bit, yeah. But then now they, they can't keep it going. Like, I, was it not ready? And they just opened it, or I, Orlando's theme parks are famous for that. They'll build a ride and they'll pump it up so much. Yeah, look at Hagrid's when that Hagrid. first thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, Green Gots was the same. Yeah. Growing pains. Yeah, of and course. It's always but they're pushing the latest technology one way, shape, or form, mm -hmm. and it's always going to happen. I guarantee you, Gardens of Galaxy is going to do the same. Wouldn't be surprised Ratatouille does it too when that yeah, opens. Yeah, well, that's a great point. When the coaster that universal refuses to acknowledge i'm sure it'll have some growing <laughs> pains there that still makes no sense to me i mean it's almost done like you know that huge more? thing that's right there <laughs> this is not the coaster you think we don't see we this don't is know not what the you're talking about you're looking for. They, they brought it to our attention that uh, they need to make some changes to rise of the resistance which they're going to they are only going to load one of the two transports now so they're only running one side, not both. And in addition to that, uh, Disney has announced that the Kylo Ren is going to be in B mode. Yeti mode? Yeti mode, <laughs> indefinitely. That's disappointing. Yeah, especially since we haven't been on it and don't know what it right? was like to begin with. <laughs> Hashtag robbed. YouTube. 
Denied. In, in case you guys don't understand what B mode is, there's A mode and there's B mode. And, and during the storyline, the animatronic of Kylo Ren is up and it's moving and it's doing its thing and it's talking and everything else. That's A mode. B mode, that animatronic is not there. B mode is the maintenance mode for that animatronic. So if, when they have issues with the animatronic or it needs service, they put the ride in B mode so that they can address those issues, fix them, get them where, you know, he needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, put a Halloween mask on him, whatever, and then <laughs> send him back up and running. Isn't he already wearing mask. a mask? <laughs> well, yeah, good point there. But he's already done for Halloween, right? Right. Um, but the problem is now in B mode all you see is his TIE fighter on the screen. and He's inside the TIE fighter, and so it's more of a movie uh, than yeah. it is the yeah. animatronic. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can still go through the ride, but he's not going to be there. You're going to see him on the screen inside of his TIE fighter. Well, hopefully they get the issues that they're having with Kylo Ren fixed so he can return to A mode. There's a lot of things that they'll do that, like, Everest over there that I made fun of the Yeti. It's Disco Yeti. You can look it up. It's an actual website. Disco Yeti making yes. fun of the Yeti mm-hmm. over there because the structure it sits on can't really hold it when it moves anymore. So that's why there's strobes on it when you go through Everest. Yeah. Do you know why it failed? The structure, basically, there's three different structures. There's one for the ride. There's one for the actual coaster or the ride. There's one for the mountain. There's one for the Yeti. And then because of the movement, it was not really made to Yeah, because handle. they didn't factor in because the Yeti was powered by two jet engines. Yeah. And they didn't take into account the vibrations from the engines. And it was the foundation was, or the whole structure was, was giving way. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. That is something you probably should try to figure out before you open the ride, right? Well, but they couldn't see yeah. that, right? Well, I get you would have thought, but engineers are and like I said, well, yeah, listen, educated you know. idiots, is that? <laughs> and it's just not Disney. Universal. I don't think we should go there. I mean, yeah. honestly, these engineers are phenomenal. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even Kong over there, they have a B mode for when it rains because there's a 55 second section where it comes outside and goes back into through those giant doors. Yeah, yeah, yes, they yes. can cut that out. It's basically the narration of finding out a little bit of history of the person that's driving your uh, vehicle. But they can cut that out during the rain so that attraction can still run when it's raining. Ah. So that's, you know, 55 seconds seems like a lot, but it really isn't because it doesn't take anything away from the story itself. Right. Rise of the Resistance continues to have issues, and now that they're only loading one of the two transports, that's going to affect wait times. Yeah. You're going to have to be patient with Rise of the Resistance. Tanya and I have been trying to get on it since it's opened, and we have been unsuccessful in doing so. I gave up. Maybe I'll try tomorrow morning when I go to Halloween Studios. No, you won't, neither. (laughs) But or maybe person. Slinky Dog. <laughs> this could be this could be uh, just adding to the long list of issues for Rise of the Resistance. So, moving on because we have a lot to cover. Yes, good show today. Ready or not, here comes the holidays. Mm. We're not going to talk about Christmas. Yes, we are because no, it's canceled. It's not canceled. Yes, it is. Christmas no, it's is not. canceled. Oh, it is. <laughs> I will be going over Disney Christmas announcements. <laughs> yeah, there is none. There. Yeah. No, Christmas is canceled. COVID. Hey. COVID, Christmas is canceled. So Halloween is almost upon us, and then we have Christmas and New Year's. Uh, Needless to say, it will not be the way we're used to celebrating the holidays normally. Nope. 
because COVID's going to dictate that. I think people are looking forward to New Year's Eve so we can just get 2020 behind <laughs> us. Running out of the way. But let's just write this year off. It's been <laughs> okay. We survived it. Let's write it off and move on. So you didn't see that meme I posted uh, then, where it just says instead of fifty nine, it goes to sixty and just keeps counting forward. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't do that to us. I have to admit though, these parks are doing a pretty good job of celebrating the holidays, mm-hmm. dealing with what the COVID as well. Yeah. So yeah. they've been decorating the parks, maybe not as much as they used to. Yeah, I was at uh, the Magic Kingdom this morning for the introduction of fall to Main Street. And I have to say I was a little disappointed because there certainly wasn't the decorations this year that there have been in the past. Like, yeah, but they're up though, right? There's there's some of them that are there's up. There's some of them. You have the Mickey Reese on all of the, the lampposts and everything. And then there is like fall garland on a lot of the, the shops and stuff. But Jesus. other than that, like there's nothing in front of the, the train station as you're approaching. The Take Magic what you Kingdom. can get at this point. And I, then uh, when you're inside, you know how they used to have like the big stacked pumpkins and yeah. the scarecrows and everything. There's none of that either. Either. But the thing about it is Stop. we don't want necessarily want that because we don't want all these people gathering together in one place to try to get pictures. So I can understand why they're not doing that. Yeah, but during the fall, I mean, except for maybe in front of the train station, there weren't really pictures being taken in front of the other stuff. I mean, I don't know. I think they could have put up a little bit more. Maybe like they're even, it. I don't know whether it'll we come hope. out. Like, you know how there used to be, like, pumpkins up on top yeah. of all the buildings? Like, there's no pumpkins up there at all this year. But what's not so scary going on makes you wonder how much they're going to dust off. Yeah. yeah. Even Halloween Horror Nights with that cancel. I mean, obviously, they got some cool stuff they announced, but yeah. I don't know how much decorating they've really done because there's not scare zones to put stuff out for. Well, yeah. the interesting part about that, and I'm glad you brought that up, because Universal has announced that they're going to introduce two of the haunted houses into the regular park for regular park goers. Now, understandably so, when we started talking about Halloween Horror Nights a couple of podcasts ago, you had mentioned that they had already built these haunted houses. Yep. So why not use them? I mean, it's not going to be a complete total loss if you throw them into the parks now. You know, you get a bonus when people are in the actual parks. Yes, you don't have Halloween Horror Nights, but you could do like a modified Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And so I applaud Universal and Disney for trying to do as much as they can during the holiday seasons to kind of make it interesting. We'll yeah, see. It was Sea nice World to see. still has theirs for their Spooktacular, and they've added in decorating cookies with cookie monster and a dining option and stuff for the count for sesame street and then legoland i think is doing it uh brick or treat as well so a couple of the parks are still doing their daytime Mm -hmm. stuff just in modifications yeah so we'll uh we'll definitely check out especially with the different holidays coming in yes these parks are going to be doing special events special food special desserts special merch so we're Lots looking for Halloween merch out this year. Yeah, big time. Like all across the board. I mean, besides like your Mickey stuff, there's a ton of new Haunted Mansion stuff, tons of new um, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. I mean, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of new stuff out there. <laughs> that that sound that you're hearing in the background, that's... Is that the owl? That's Sam the owl. We have an owl here. You usually hear him at night. It's a little early for him. <laughs> it is early for him, but he literally has like a six-foot wingspan. 
Now I hear them. But yeah. I was going to say, I see on the pool a little bit of sprinkling, so maybe that's got them up. That's why uh, Simba ended up moving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Being that we're pretty much Animal Kingdom back here, we've named all our animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's let's see if we can get it on, on the podcast. I don't know. He's not going to get it. Yeah, of course he's not going to. Of course do it. not. But that's Sam the owl. But I heard it in my headset a second ago, so. Oh, did you? It, it okay. Should be on there cool. prior. I was going to say I I heard him too. So. Speaking <laughs> of Animal Kingdom, nice little segue there. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have paid attention recently or gone through Kilimanjaro safaris, but did you notice that new building? I did. That is taking place at Kilimanjaro safaris. Well, there's pictures up. You can go to UDN. Facebook page, we'll put some pictures on there. But it is right in the middle of the actual ride, and they're still building it, so it's a little unsure what they're going with. No one really knows what Disney's doing with it because they're being extremely tight-lipped with it. But from rumor has it that it's just a storage facility for the animals, whether that's food or fertilizer or whatever. Okay. But, of course, Disney's not just going to build a storage shed and leave it there for everybody to well, see. No, it has to match the theming. And right. Yeah. So the cast members are joking that the warden's moving in <laughs> and that the building is going to be Warren Post number four. Ah. Hmm. We'll see how that uh, plays into the whole spiel that they, they talk about. Yeah, so it would be interesting to see. Maybe they'll do something with it, but the rumors are that it's just a storage shed. Kona is just <laughs> sprawled out the tiki bar as it starts to rain here in Central Florida. The norm as of late, so exactly. <laughs> More surprised if it didn't rain. Truth be told, maybe that'll cool us off a little bit. It got hot and humid here for a little while, but now yeah, steady rain is falling. But we are secure under the tiki bar. So with that being said, Mr. Dave Indy. As I upset the cat taking my notes. I know. He's like, what are you doing, dude? That was exactly. his pillow. <laughs> yeah, get that back. So basically, let's see, to start out, um, some interesting news for anyone who has a vacation package or staying at one of the Universal Orlando hotels that are open. Turns out at one point you did get guaranteed access, something that I guess came about after Labor Day. Supposedly there were no guests impacted. However, there was quite a few emails that was sent to... Uh, that sound behind Indy is the rain falling. Exactly. Yeah. Static from a giant TV. I wish you could smell it because, ugh. Let's not knock Dave off his track. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Shiny things. Yeah. Scratch and sniff. But, no, so basically, turns out back in July they changed it and not a lot of people knew it. Even the people that worked there weren't notified. So they were still telling people on the phones that they were guaranteed. Turns out they have priority access so if the park hits capacity you are pushed to the front of the line of when they let more people in so uh, that was a not good like i said they they're saying nobody was impacted which maybe they still let people in that were guests of the hotels for right. that weekend but with them reaching capacity that time that was the first time they'd actually been tested on that right to where it was never an issue so well, Just it seems like more mind. and more of the weekends are selling out around the Orlando area. So As now we have a monsoon going on. <laughs> You're not getting wet, are you, Dave? No, I'm good. Just so we, anyone knows, like I said on that, um, as you mentioned, the two houses that are opening, it's for this weekend only. They're, Universal's calling it their Halloween seasonal experience testing for okay. the two houses. Basically, the houses that will be open 
um, are going to be non-IP. IP is intellectual property, so nothing named after like Chucky or any of the horror movies, but ones that Universal's technically created on their own um, through creative. Okay. So the first house is uh, going to be Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Hmm. And then the other one is Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. So definitely two ones to check out. Um, tooth Fairy. Not like our kids have nightmares anyway. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to write down the description of them, but I figured it'd take a little while. But you can go out there, um, the Universal's page and stuff. Um, I'll see if I'm about linking it as well in regards to it so people have it to look at cool. on that one. And that's just this weekend? As a, Because it's considered a test. I'm assuming based on how it goes. Whether they'll continue it. For and a lot of people think it will uh -huh. um, as well, but they got to see how it works and it's included during your mission you will okay. be using the virtual app for these so there's not people on top of people congo lying like they're used to mm -hmm. so they're going to be able to space them out as well so that's also going to be really cool because in the past hmm. you'd go through the houses in a congo fashion you'd see them basically this characters reset themselves with mm -hmm. this it gives them that chance to maybe get back to where they were and gives that little bit more spook um on that one i know there was yeah, a I thing i don't want that yeah <laughs> And, yeah. you know, that was always the big thing for a lot of people. I don't like the spook. I'd rather know. <laughs> so you get that now uh, added in there for that one. So it should be interesting to see on that one. If this goes well, rumors are they may introduce other original houses as well. Mm -hmm. There is one house, though, that is up for question that is an intellectual property based on the musician Billie Eilish. Because for 2021 they can't use the house again because of the fact supposedly she's planning to change her personal theme and her branding to be not so dark by next year oh. so because hashtag pop star so oh definitely uh taylor swift um yeah, right? but <laughs> because of that if they turn around and open it it's basically will be viewed as the white well or extra credit house because so few people will actually be able to experience this unlike any other one so a lot of people are holding their breath and fingers crossed that that one, at least if they open one with an intellectual property opens just so people can have that little feather in the cap saying, I got to do that one. Mm -hmm. um, unlike everybody else. Additionally, they're encouraging costumes this coming weekend. Very cool. As oh, well, cool. there's obviously guidelines uh, along with that that's posted out on Universal's page on what can and can't be done. Okay. Um, on that one as but they will also be doing trick-or-treating and islands adventure children under 12 have to be company with adult you get a free bag and then you go door-to-door -door collecting treats at participating retail stores you need to look for the pumpkin stickers to find out which of those locations they're going to be and then obviously to keep the theming going definitely Fun. when you're there check out the tribute store and if you've never seen the uh, horror makeup show Definitely that's something to check out. Beetlejuice, I know, has made a few appearances in the front, kind of like a pre-show kind of thing mm -hmm. before they actually get the actors out on stage. But I've always loved that. It's a little bit of improv as well as a set schedule. Kind of like that comedy warehouse, that Pleasure Island type oh, of thing. Or yeah. Saks that was downtown <laughs> where it was improv, but it wasn't at the same time. I'm glad you texted me that because I could not remember for the life of me when I talked to Rich in that interview. I could not remember for the life of me what the name of that place was. And I thought it was SAG, but it was SAC. Yeah. And and you're 100% right. I was like, yeah, that's it. That and Comedy Warehouse. I'm listening there going, it's Comedy Warehouse. I know the name of both of those. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely something, uh, like I said, it, it, check it out. It's family friendly. It's always a lot of fun. You may or may not get pulled up on stage. I don't know how that's working right now, but that's how it used to be. They'd have a volunteer. It was always a blast. 
Sounds like we need to get over to Universal. And it's air conditioned and you sit down. So Ooh, especially right now during this hot weather, that's always makes it. I'm melting lately. <laughs> and then lastly for the HO or HHN fans, AOV is no longer going to be part of Universal. Um not going to go into great detail, but basically there is accusations of abuse, um, emotional, sexual, physically from some of the creators. On that one, Universal has separated ways as well as banded the two main people, Farside and Phoenix, from Universal's properties. Wow. So, but yeah, a couple of the people that were part of AOV came out and basically made accusations. And what's so. AOV? Academy of Villains, the show that took over for when they got rid of Bill and Ted, they pushed oh, them as yeah. their big headliners. So now the thing is, what will Universal do for a big headline group? Well, this is their opportunity to come out with something new, though. Right? Either original, bring something else in, because they've had Jabba Walkies out at uh, Hollywood, California. So, I mean, it's still a dance group. And but they're probably not doing much, being that Vegas is practically shut down. Yeah, uh. but they usually do Hollywood out there for California, so I don't know how many members are in that between Vegas, maybe doing that. Oh, they got then. they got hundreds of people. But on the they flip can easily side of it. that, Bill and Ted's Face the Music just came out to a lot of rave reviews. I know it's on demand and stuff. I don't know if it's in theaters, but a lot of the fans are just up in arms on how great this is. I haven't personally Very cool. seen it, but it I'm a Bill and Ted. It might be a segue fan. for Universal so to be able to bring, bring that back, back Bill and Ted. Yeah. Because I tell you what, those were... I didn't care about the houses. I enjoyed the scare zones, but I only went for Bill and Ted's every year. <laughs> and I probably saw it like Yeah, me too. And a I have times. no idea what you're talking about because I've never been. Oh, my God. The, so. And the, they would there? bash Disney sometimes. It would be hysterical, especially when they went after Disney. Those were the best. Oh, my God, yes. When they started talking trash about Disney, it was hilarious. Frozen was probably my favorite. Milana was another one. Oh, here it comes. Speaking of uh, water and Milana. <laughs> So, but that's all I got um, on my end for anything universal as of right now. So. Very cool. Thank you, Mr. Indy. We greatly appreciate that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, hang on to your seats because we are going to be on our way to Disney. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce my lovely wife, Tanya. Hello. We're Disney. What you got for us? Ah, so lots of stuff that came out um, over the past couple of weeks. But one of the first things is Orlando Magazine um, released some of their critics' picks and readers' choice awards. Um, now they named the top three in each category. And Disney and some of the restaurants on Disney properties did quite well, actually. Quite well. <laughs> yes. Um, Raglan's Road seemed to be the most popular. Um, yeah. They picked up eight different awards. Love um, that place. And I'll be going through um, all of these. So I'm going to start with the critics picked first. Um, so critics picked best theme park restaurant was Takumite in Epcot. And that's over at the Japanese Pavilion. Takumite. <laughs> Um, that's supposed to be quite the experience to, to sit through. I want to watch Bloodsport with uh, right? a <laughs> I can't believe it's raining as hard as it is. This is crazy. All right. Well, back to me. Back to you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, princess. Uh, critics' pick best restaurant was Leo over in Disney Springs. 
Critics Pick Rising Star Award was the American Kitchen Bar and Grill over at the B Resort and Spa. And that's um, right on there on uh, Lake Buena Vista Drive right near uh, Disney's Pranks. Have we eaten there? We haven't eaten there. Have I haven't not. either. I was like, hmm, that one sounds good. Yeah, we haven't eaten at any of those yet. So we, we've got a lot of places to start uh, trying. <laughs> Wonderful. Open your wallet. Yeah. Right. Reader's Choice. Best restaurant number two was Raglan Road. Of course. Best Shocker. beer selection number three, Raglan Road. Of course. Shocker. Best brunch number two, Raglan Road. What about hotties dancing on a stage? Raglan Road. No, that wasn't a category. No. Sorry. Hey, some of them can get after it. Have you seen some of the dancers at Raglan Road? Oh, yeah. Wow. Right, keep your pants on. No, no, no. no. I'm not use... going there. Okay. I'm saying they're talented. Oh, no, absolutely. What like accusations. <laughs> that's what OBT's for. Like, seriously, we're not talking about that. We're talking about these. Well, they, okay. they all used to actually dance formally for uh, and river dance and stuff, yeah. a lot of them. So maybe Lord did a dance, too. I don't know. But. Yeah, they I got were to former see that dancers. when I was younger. Yeah, there's no stripper poles in Raglan Road. No, there's not. <laughs> yeah, shocking. disappointing, yes. But I was admiring their talent. Oh, no, clearly. absolutely. Oh, yeah, I love good. going in and watching Not everybody dance. can get on stage and do what they do. Yeah, that's, that's mine and Michelle's probably favorite. Their leg muscles have just got to be something phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, my, phenomenal. my cousin um, does dance. So. Yes, she does, and she does it well. Yes. It was a pleasure to be able to go and see her dance a couple of years ago when they had the nationals down here in Orlando. So, yay. Yay, uh, but back to you. On, <laughs> um, best books. chef's table was number two, Victoria and Albert's. Best family-friendly restaurant, number two, Ragland Road. Best German restaurant, number two, Beer Garden Restaurant, obviously over in Germany, Pavilion yeah, and Epcot. Best hotel restaurant, uh, number three, Deep Blue Seafood Grill at the Wyndham Grand Orlando Resort, Bonnet Creek. That's the place I want to yeah, go. Yeah, I really want to try that one. That, um, that restaurant's supposed to be phenomenal. And the one over at Grand Floridian wasn't? No. I mean, obviously, that, if you're walking into Grand Floridian, you're, you're going to go to your wallet restaurant. if I'm going over there. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that, that from what I hear, that seafood place is top, top notch. Yeah. Um, best late night dining, number three, Raglan's Road. Best live music and entertainment, number one, Raglan Road. There best seems to be a pattern here. I know. I told you that they got like eight different awards. And so. that's why me and Michelle love to eat there the most out of every place yep. at Disney. Best outdoor dining, number two, Raglan Road. Best ribs, number two, The Polite Pig over in Disney Springs. Believe it or not, I haven't tried that. I haven't gone there yet either. Yes, we have. Have we eaten there? We did. We did eat there. And yes. that's a twin to their one in Winter Park as well. Oh, I didn't know there was one in Winter mm -hmm. Park. Huh. I will tell you that if you're in Disney Springs and you're walking around, definitely walk past the Polite Pig because oh, the so smell yeah. is <laughs> phenomenal. But it really is. Ravenous, their food is really ravenous good. Ravenous Pig uh, over there in Winter Park. Oh, is that what it is? Oh. Yeah, that's their twin. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, interesting play on words. Go ahead. Um, most romantic, number two, Victoria and Albert's at the Grand Floridian. Cha-ching. Best seafood, number two, Deep Blue Seafood Grill. Best service, number two, Raglan's Road, number three, Deep Blue Seafood Grill. Best southern, number three, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming at Disney Springs, one of my favorite restaurants. <laughs> Best view, number two, Kappa, and that's over at the Four Seasons Resort Orlando at Walt Disney World. 
what's that view? Because I'm just I don't know. Of, I've never been. To, I actually have never been to I'm that like, hotel. Oh, my God. You got the one at Living Seas. You've got the right? California one on the roof of the Contemporary and that one. Yeah, I've never Animal even Kingdom's been to that hotel, some. so yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's an overall panoramic view. Of a, it's got to be rooftop or but something yeah. as well. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. We're going to have to go check it out. Pretty much see everything from it, but uh, I haven't been there, so I can't tell you. Yeah. Best wine bar, number two, Wine Bar George at Disney Springs. Best wine list, number three, uh, Wine Bar George. Best tiki bar, you're sitting so. at it. <laughs> yes! So lots of, lots of love. I saw there's a tiki bar downtown. Yeah, but it's not as good as mine. That's true. <laughs> Moving on to holiday news. There were some additional items that came out for Halloween. So beginning September 25th in Hollywood Studios at Hollywood and Vine, Minnie's Halloween Dine returns with a modified character family style meal. Minnie will be a w- happy witch. Goofy will be a spooky cowboy. Mickey Mouse will be a funny vampire, and Pluto will be wearing a Halloween collar. Why is it Goofy can talk and Pluto can't? I'm just... I don't know the answer to that. But interesting thing, because our next podcast, we are going to be talking about Goofy. So just a little plug there. (laughs) This podcast, Random Topic, should be very interesting. Yes. And we'll have a, a special guest on here as well. At Magic Kingdom, you have a Halloween-themed cavalcades with Mickey and his pals will all be dressed for the occasion. On select days, there will also be a cavalcade of Disney villains. You have Gaston, Maleficent, Jafar, Queen of Hearts, and, of course, the Pumpkin King himself, Jack Skeleton. The Dapper Dans will also be returning to the Magic Kingdom on September 20th. They will be performing a cappella as their undead alter egos, the Cadaver Dans. Uh, so it'll be nice to have them back on Main Street. And then Disney also came out with some Christmas news this past week. Nobody cares about Christmas. Yes, we do care about no, Christmas. Christmas Hush. is canceled. There's Both only two of you. Of you. Just stop. There's only two people. You two cannot ruin Christmas for me. Christmas is canceled. Don't even. Yeah, we can. Anyhow, Walt Disney World Holiday Magic starts November 6th and runs until December 30th at all four parks. Uh, While all major events have been canceled, like Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, the Frozen Castle Dreamlights, Candlelight Processional, there will still be plenty of festivities going on. All four parks will continue to do the character cavalcades with the characters all decked out in their holiday finest. At the Magic Kingdom, the Reindeer, Gingerbread Men, Toy Soldiers, and the Main Street Philharmonic will all be joining in on the celebration. There will also be a special projection effect on Cinderella's castle once the sun goes down. Uh, Starting November 6th, Magic King hours will be extended from the current 9 to 6 to 9 to 7. And let's see here. Minnie Mouse will be at Hollywood and Vine hosting a holiday feast with all of her friends. And Disney Springs will have... Disney Christmas trees throughout the entire complex. So it sounds like they're not going to have the Christmas tree trail. They're going to have the trees spread around the entire Disney Springs complex. Um, so everybody congregates in different areas. Exactly. Yeah, they don't want but everybody in one area, so they're yeah. just going to spread it out. And then everybody stands for pictures still. Um, it no, will whatever. also be snowing in the town center west side and at the landing to add some more magic. 
I'm less, very much looking forward to. Let's soap. be honest, it's not real soap. It's not real Who soap. Who cares? It's the closest the Florida's going to get. It's probably the closest to a shower some people have gotten to. <laughs> yeah, oh. recently. All right, stop. The Disney Resort hotels are also going to be decked out in their holiday finest, but the gingerbread displays will not be returning this year. Okay, that's the part that I was waiting to hear. Yeah, sadly, no gingerbread houses. They will be back again next year, but for this year, they have been canceled. I'm sure they're happy about that. They could use a break. I will tell you, though, that those gingerbread houses are pretty impressive. I mean, there's teams Teams of people that are working mm-hmm. on those yeah. gingerbread houses. Pretty impressive. So, so look forward to seeing what they Universal, do next year. Universal. I wonder if they'll do theirs over at uh, Royal Pacific. I don't know. I love that hotel, though. I didn't know they did gingerbread display they, over there. They really? do one at that hotel. <gasps> Ooh. Really thanks, need Dave. to go to Universal during Christmas. Yeah, thanks a lot, so, buddy. Anyhow, um, on November 27th, over at Epcot, you have the International Festival of the Holidays returning. You will have holiday kiosks around the World Showcase and on the America Gardens Theater stage. You have Voices of Liberty coming back. They will be singing some of your favorite songs of the season. Also returning is Joyful, and they present a musical journey through gospel, R&B, traditional and contemporary Christmas, and holiday music. Also returning is The Rain. Yes. And one last announcement uh, from Disney. Savi's workshop hand-built lifesavers at Galaxy's Edge in in Hollywood Studios is reopening September 20th. Uh, Capacity will be reduced to allow for social distancing and advanced reservations are opening on September 16th. Would you spend $200 on a lifesaver? No, but if, say, Universal ever got space balls, I would be all over on shorts. I can honestly tell you that I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan that I would need to have my own lightsaber. No, I know the person. Well, yeah, I I know the person that builds the uh, twenty five thousand dollar R twos. Wow, really? Yeah, Jeez. he lives here. Uh, my friend Tom is a Star Wars geek, and he's his whole house is decorated. His man cave is nothing but Star Wars, and he's got. I'll say he made one. He's got three oh, of so those. He has three of them. Yes, he's oh, got wow. three of them. He's got a blue one, a green one, and then like a red the one. Lightsabers. The lightsabers. I was, I was like, what? The R twos that are twenty five. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he has that. He's such a geek. <laughs> um, you can also check for walk up availability on the day of your visit. But don't forget, you must have a reservation to get into Hollywood Studios. Having a reservation at Salvi's will not get you into the park. There you go. So just keep that in mind. Interesting. Yeah. Just keep in mind that this reservation system is going to be around for a while. Get used to it. Figure it out so that you guys can not be in a situation where you show up and you don't have reservations. You get turned away. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to the mask rules. Yep. And you'll be all set. So thank you, Miss Tanya. Greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. I do what I can. So as the rain falls, it is now. I have the arithmics now in my head. Here comes the rain again. Here (laughs) comes the rain again. I'm going to change that on you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time for a new segment on our podcast. Mr. Dave Indy and Ask Indy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You can email 
UDN with your questions for Mr. Dave Indy, and he'll answer them live on the podcast, and also he'll be doing a newsletter as well. But what we have is Mr. Indy will randomly select a couple questions that are being sent to him through our UDN system. And he'll take the time. So if you guys have questions about what's going on here in Central Florida, you need some vacation intel, you want to know what's going on with the masks, you want to know what's going on, you don't understand something, or maybe you just want some trivia, hit us up. I mean, between the three of us, my God, we have more knowledge than the average cat. (laughs) And if we don't, we can find out. (laughs) As the thunder rolls, it's really coming down now. Yeah. But, yeah, we got gin in there, too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Add that yeah. Brain and furs into it. Yeah, that's very true. So, so Mr. Indy, take it away. All right. So, appreciate it. So, the question I was recently asked um, was, when will the Jurassic Park coaster open? You know, that one that Universal doesn't even want to acknowledge that is there in your face? <laughs> so That still cracks me up. Oh, yeah, it's hysterical. That's hilarious. What so, coaster? for that coaster... It is currently set to open in 2021. It would have probably been sometime in the spring. It still could possibly be because the track is all there. There are trains currently on site. They're doing the theming now. Um, And Velociraptors. Yes, the Raptors are there um, as well. As I say, they actually, there's been many posts of those. They even rolled one besides the crane. They've even rolled one across in front of people. I saw one day to get it in there. Have they named them yet? I don't know if they've been named yet. They gotta name them. They can't just have have them up there and not name them. Who knows? That I'll have to see if I can find out. But I don't make some know. phone calls, Dave. Come on, <laughs> I'll get right on that one. Maybe that's something. Maybe they end up having a contest of naming them or something. So that would be sweet. Yeah, that would be cool. But obviously, COVID, they had to stop work and things of that nature, so it kind of pushed the time frame back. As well as they probably are going to be a little bit picky on again international travel and things of that nature. Of when they open it because obviously spending that kind of money on a ride you mm-hmm. want the most bang for your buck in a sense well yeah so in regards to it you know it looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be intense cool. for those <laughs> who love dueling dragons when it was there or dragons challenge as it later became themed this is basically the replacement for that because they tore down two coasters you got haggard's back mm-hmm. um as it and then this is the intense one that's taken its place. I did post a POV video probably about a week ago of what it's supposed to be, yeah. where the Raptors are rumored to be throughout that ride, which it looks phenomenal, um, like I said. But again, 2021, shooting again for a spring time frame. A lot of it will really depend on COVID, the economy, mm-hmm. and all that. But it's definitely going to be probably before the end of the you know next year when it'll definitely – ooh, it got louder – um, it did get louder. Yeah. Weird. I think <laughs> so. it's trying to compensate for the rain. Mm, good old compensation. <laughs> but, no, it's definitely coming next year for sure. We just don't have a definite date right now. The rumors are all over the place on when it's coming. But I wouldn't be surprised if by Memorial Weekend, um, if everything's in place, maybe even to see it. Um, so, definitely I'll keep my eyes and ears open and uh, keep everyone abreast on that one. Cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mr. Indy. And if you have questions that you need answered, feel free to email us at worldofudn at gmail.com. Make sure you put Ask Indian in the title and ask your question, and we'll select it, and we'll answer it on the air. So Definitely. Let me know. Very cool. Thank you, Mr. Andy. My pleasure.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try something interesting for this podcast. We are UDN Live on Facebook Live as we're doing this live. live. <laughs> Not sure how this is going to work, but we're going to try it. Well, for making requests on the lives, can I have Blake Lively? <laughs> right? I think everybody would like Blake Lively. We have, for our random topic, we are going to talk about some awesome Halloween stuff that we have gotten from the parks. Yes. So. And Shop Disney. Welcome, <laughs> everybody on Facebook Live. Welcome, everybody. If you're listening on the podcast, just know that we're trying to do two things at once, but we're not, we're not 100% sure how this is going to go. We're multi-talented. Don't try yeah. this at home. We're trained professionals. So, <laughs> we're like the space monkeys. <laughs> this is your random topic. Random topic. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, UDN Live. We are actually live, and uh, I will show you. There is Mr. Dave Indy. No. <laughs> and the torrential downpour that is taking place right now. From the Tiki Bar. And then, of course, we have the lovely Miss Tanya. Hello. And, of course, she's <laughs> rocking her her candy corn ears. Yes. And where did you wind up getting those at? We got those at the World of Disney in Disney Springs. Uh, yes, my wallet remembers. Yes, I'm sure it does. So those are kind of cool. Those are some of the new ears that are out. Yeah, this is one of a couple of different ears that are out. There's another one um, that has more of like a pulled taffy kind of look in like orange and purple. Um, so those are really cool as well. Hmm. Very, very cool. And we have a bunch of stuff. Yes. We do. To present. So we're going to get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just a small sample size. Of Bill's wallet. Of <laughs> Bill's wallet of stuff. Yes, he's been very generous. <laughs> that is available to you during the holiday seasons. Yes, and we'll be going over each of them. So. Yes, very cool. So we're going to go over the first one. Let's talk about this one. That is the Mickey mug with the candy horn hat. So it kind of reminds me of the mug they had last year for Christmas with the whipped cream top. So this is very similar, but obviously candy cane and, and candy the, corn and Halloween themed. The top comes off of that, right? It does. It's your favorite candy, isn't it, Bill? Candy, candy corn? corn? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. There you go. Very cool. Very cool. For those listening on the podcast, just keep in mind that we are actually doing this on Facebook Live right now. It's just something new that we're going to try. If you want to see this video, join us on Facebook and you'll see it on up there so if you want to see the visual to what you're hearing on the podcast feel free to do that we'll post this as soon as we can <laughs> so moving on what are these dice about this that's, is kind of cool that's Those new are. um that is part of the halloween uh, festivities at the magic kingdom they're the oogie boogie light up dice oogie boogie light up dice now these yeah. were in drinks right it was in a drink um it is available over at the pinocchio village house and it's just a basic drink. You could get your choice of like Coke, Sprite, lemonade. So it's not an alcoholic drink. No, it's, it's not an alcoholic drink. Interesting. And it was eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. Let's take a 
You get both of them? You get what? both of them. Okay, well, then yeah, that's they not come, that bad. They come packaged uh, together, and then there's also a button down at the bottom, and there's different variables that they can take on. <laughs> I got a four. I got a four. Okay, good. Okay, so again. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's take a look at this next one. This next one's pretty cool. This is one of three... The popcorn buckets. Popcorn yes. buckets Cold, that are available. Cauldron popcorn buckets. Now, the green one came out several years ago, so we've actually had that one for a couple of years. But, but the green one is available at Epcot. The purple one is available at Animal Kingdom. And actually, tomorrow, going to Hollywood Studios, and they have the orange one. So those are the three that are available. Yeah, that's not ringing in the background. That's my wallet crying. <laughs> I'm just surprised okay. there's not a fourth one for one for each park. I know, but I think because Magic Kingdom has so many things in there now, like they have the Oogie Boogie um, popcorn bucket and the churro bucket. They've got a Jack Skeleton sipper. You know, so there's a bunch of things that are going yeah, on over at the Magic Kingdom already. And so. that top comes off? Does that top come it off does. or comes off? It does. They the popcorn buckets. Look at that. And that's where the popcorn is, obviously. <laughs> All right. So we move on to the big one in the middle. What's this one? Yeah, that is the Mickey Pumpkin Popcorn Bucket that is available over at the Magic Kingdom at various popcorn carts. If you guys can see the desserts that we have in front, we'll, we'll talk about these here last because we're going to actually enjoy them. <laughs> but I'm sure Victoria is going to absolutely love that. Uh, Victoria says on live that she has the orange one. Oh, cool. So we're moving over here. Here's the green one, mostly identical to the purple one that Tanya just talked about, which is super cool. And then let's talk about these pins. Let me zoom in here. Okay, talk to me about this one. Okay, that pin is the pass holder limited edition pin for Halloween over at the Magic Kingdom. I don't know if everybody can see that or not, but yeah. we're going to... Um, once I stop talking, then we'll... No, I, I think closer. I got it. I okay. think I got it. Okay. So that's the annual pass holder pin, um, and they were going pretty quickly today, so I'm not quite sure how long they're going to be around, but okay. that's and the annual pass holder limited edition pin. And, and then this one is a limited release pin for everybody. Um, there was actually three different versions. Uh, this one has Pooh and Piglet on it. Um, another one had Huey, Dewey, and Louie on it, and I forget what the third one was, but there was three different of the limited release. All right, very cool. Only so in the parks, or do you think we can get it over at Disney Springs where they have the pin trading? Only in the parks. Okay. Yeah, this was over in Frontierland at the pin traders. Okay, that one. Mm-hmm. So last but certainly not least... Over by Dave Indy is the little Mickey pumpkin light. Is this a candlelight holder? It's a candle holder, yep. Yep. Thank you. So Boo. <laughs> to you. I would yep. put a little uh, tea light in there. Maybe not one that you would actually light, but a little battery-operated one. So the Mickey tea yeah. light one is very cool as well. Get one <laughs> of those scented ones or something. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. So, so yeah. If you guys are in the parks and you're looking to enjoy some of these holiday items that are available, feel free. I do like the coffee mug. I think that's super cute. I know. That was one of my favorites. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, the Mickey ears that Tanya has. Mm -hmm. Three. 
Okay. <laughs> One. Is, is Kona going to jump up here? Yeah, I'm just thinking Maybe. the desserts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's clear some of this stuff out, and let's focus on what we're here for, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we'll just go ahead and talk about the desserts, and then we can All cut right. into them. So <laughs> talk about this one. This yeah, one seems very interesting. Which one's that? The, the apple. Apple. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is not-so-poison apple cupcake. Not-so-poison apple cupcake. Yes. Uh, that is available over at the Pinocchio Village House, and it is a spiced apple cupcake with a pecan crunch buttercream themed after a poison apple. Shut up and get my mouth. I know. Doesn't that look amazing? <laughs> and, of course, this one is a little more famous. Because yes. this one, a lot of people are talking about. Yes. This is Constance's For Better or For Worse Wedding Cake. And that is available over at the Liberty Square Market. Um, They only have a limited amount per day. Uh, Now, it opened between 10 and 10.15 this morning. I went at 10.38, and there was one left after I bought those two. Wow. So they were selling fast. I like the little axe on top. Yeah, so it Represents is... marriage for sure. <laughs> yes, indeed it does. Indeed it does. Um, so obviously themed for Haunted Mansion, um, but it is a citrus cake with raspberry Bavarian cream, whipped cream flowers, and a chocolate axe. Indeed. Awesome. I know. Super, super cool. Ernie's asking, to, Ernie's asking, can I ask you a, what kind it is? Uh. <laughs> oh, Ernie. Oh, Ernie. Okay, so folks, we're gonna dive into this uh, into this desserts. So, not quite sure how this is gonna work. Not sure how this is gonna go, but we're doing this on Facebook Live for those of you listening on the podcast. We decided to not only record on the podcast, but to also do it on Facebook Live. So, if you want to see this video of items that we're talking about, really, <laughs> I'll give you subliminal message. <laughs> Go ahead and join us on Facebook Live, and we'll. Uh, Could you cut in like it's a real wedding cake? I know. Right. Can I, can I, I can't tell you how expensive that. Now, see, I thought there was going to be red inside. I guess not. Is. So would it's I. Very red on the outside. Is it red velvet? No, it's a raspberry. Bizarre. So it's, it's a. Not real. <laughs> it's not going to be bright red like blonde. It's <laughs> a raspberry Bavarian cream. Say that three times fast. Right. <laughs> Ernie wants you to look into his eyes when you take. I hope he means her and not me. (laughs) Anything for you, Ernie. You're his Bert. Apparently. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we just finished cutting up the uh, the cake, and now we're uh, we're gonna try it. So, I'm gonna let those guys try first while I'm still on the mic talking to everybody on the podcast, and let's see how it goes. That is really good. Yeah. Mr. Andy, what's your thoughts? No, that's really good. It's very light and fluffy. So it's not dense or heavy. It's very light and did it's you ever, not too sweet. Did you ever go to Sam Sneed's Tavern where they had the chocolate stack? Yes. It reminds me a lot of that without the, the cake in the middle and stuff. That's what the taste reminds me of. Oh, really? And now I want one of those. Yeah, thanks for putting that in my head. Maitland, I think, still has one. So you like it, huh? It's good? Yeah. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going in. I'm going in. <laughs> Do you want me to hold that? No, I got it. Okay. 
Yeah, look into his eyes. It's almost got like a chiffon taste to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very light and fluffy. <laughs> well, if you look, there's cake, and then there's about that much like of the mousse-like substance before you hit the icing. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's almost like a chiffon. It's like really, really light. Mm-hmm. It's got like a marshmallow outside to it. I guess is that marshmallow? Yeah, whipped cream. And it's um, yeah, it's a whipped cream um, icing. Whipped cream based. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's holding up a lot better than a whipped cream would in this uh, Florida weather. Yeah. Yeah, and let me and, tell you. <laughs> So I bought these, and they had to give me a tray because they don't sell, or they don't sell them prepackaged. There's no to-go containers at the Magic Kingdom, so they gave me a tray and they put them in two different like holders for me, like the the cardboard holders. So then I had to go over to the Pinocchio house because I wanted to get the apple. So now I'm like waiting for the apple on my drink to get, to get ready. And now I have to go out to the car. I wanted to stay longer, but obviously, you know, with those desserts, they were starting to melt a little. Riding so I need rides. to get out to the car. So now I'm walking down Main Street with a tray with three desserts on it. <laughs> Just the tray with the desserts on it. <laughs> all the so, way down Main Street. All the way down all Main, the way Street, Main Street. Out. And then, onto the monorail, and then walking out through ticket and transportation out into the parking lot. <laughs> I just want to know where this is a tray. Did you keep the tray? Yeah, they, we have the tray in, in the they, kitchen. They did let me keep the tray, but I am going to return it the next time I, I go back. <laughs> of course she is. Of course she is. To the exact so, same location. I want you walking it all the way back. Absolutely. I would do that in a heartbeat. Unbelievable. So. Unbelievable. Okay, that but, was very yeah, good. So it was interesting, to say the least, on getting those home. <laughs> yeah. Interesting story. So let's move on to the cupcake. So the cupcake is ap- spiced apple, you said? Spiced apple. Spiced apple cupcake. I'm sure Victoria's going to be all over this. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're just listening to the podcast, we are actually broadcasting live on Facebook as we are broadcasting live to you. The sounds that you hear in the background are actual rain, which is wonderful. This couldn't happen on a better day. Welcome to Florida. Yeah, so here we go. We're going to cut into this. Hashtag shut up and get my mouth. And while while Tanya is serving that up, I just want to show you... My partner in crime. Dave's partner in crime. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Kona to you. He's giving me the stink eye because he doesn't want to be on film. Kona got mad because I moved the chair for her for him to jump yeah, into. A that's Kona. Ago. I don't know if Simba's around, but we will uh, we will introduce Simba when we can. So, Dave, you're not crazy about the spice. I could smell that from here. No, I first thought it was an apple dish, like a apple crumble or something like that. Oh, okay. Then I was like, no, because I'm really not like apple pie kind of kind of guy. Sure, sure. So, but once you said cupcake and I saw the icing, oh hell yeah. Yeah, are you in? Are you oh, in? I'm all in. All right, Dave, give us our give us your uh, opinion of the new cupcake as it's torrential rain down behind you. Definitely a harder texture. Yeah, it's much, 
it's much more dense and then it also has that pecan crunch to it too which definitely can taste the cinnamon it's really good yeah like i could smell the cinnamon from here that's it seems like it's strong it's good i mean it's apple spice i mean it's that's almost like what a it's strudel and it makes my mind think of like flavor wise but no it's really good awesome i like it mm. So, Tanya, what's the word? Oh, it's very good. Is it good? If you like icing, this is definitely the cupcake to get because that whole apple on the top is all buttercream icing. <laughs> so that whole entire apple on top is buttercream? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And then right underneath that, you have the, the pecan crunch. And, uh And to anyone that knows me, I've gone to Publix, and you can buy just a little container of buttercream icing. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They sell them. And I Absolutely. will eat the container. I don't even worry about oh cake. God. I just buy, yeah. So. <laughs> my blood sugar would skyrocket. Remember, I can kill a milkshake at That's true. And That's, very true. And like That's very true. In like six minutes. All right. I'm going in. Mm. Cover me. This is definitely worth it. Dun, 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 They're dun, both dun. very different cupcakes. They are. Did you look in Ernie's eyes on that one? <laughs> I tried. Okay. Mm. I just tried the cupcake. I will tell you. It's much you, sweeter. If you like icing, you're going to love it, as Tony said. It's got a little candied pecans on it mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very good flavor. Heavy. Heavy, uh, and the spice kind of hits you afterwards. Yeah, the apple, the, yes. the cupcake itself is very dense. Definitely, but, oh. definitely some spice in there. If you are into apple spice, you are gonna love it. Mm -hmm. It's very, very, very good. Definitely gives you that fall flavor feeling, right? Absolutely. All right, so there yeah. you have it, folks. We have covered a few items that Walt Disney owns. Which and is your favorite out of the two? Oh, that's a great question. Which one is my favorite? Um, I think the wedding cake is very good. It's light. It's uh, not much to it. And then you have the complete opposite of that with the apple cupcake, which there's a lot to it. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot to process with that cupcake. You know, you got the, the, the icing. You got the... The apples, you but got the you have, nuts. Yeah, if you have all three of them at the same time, though, they balance each other out. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. They transform into Megatron? Or? Yes. I think <laughs> I think they did a good job on that cupcake. Uh, if I had to lean, I'd probably lean towards the cupcake. Yeah, I'm going with the apple cupcake. Okay, two for apple cupcake. What do you say? I'd probably go with the wedding cake. Yeah? Okay. It's light. It's good. I, it I'm is. not going to mm -hmm. knock it. It's, it's really good. I mean, definitely, I, I could sit there and eat that icing out of a bowl for hours. And <laughs> oh, God. I mean, yeah. Yeah, if there's something I'm, that you want to be able to eat all by yourself, then the Constance Wedding Cake is definitely that one. The, the apple, I mean, it's a big cupcake. So yeah. you definitely it's could share it cupcake, with people. Yeah. It is. Um, and it... To me, at least, it would be too sweet for just one person to eat all by themselves. But, <laughs> Unless you're but me. of course, there's. <laughs> but then again, there's out 
people out there that will, you know, obviously eat it all by themselves. But Absolutely. So for those of you just joining us on Facebook Live, we are recording live podcast. Uh, we wanted to show you a couple items from the Halloween spectacular going on at Disney. We have a few uh, cake items as well. We will continue to do this, I think. Yeah. We're going to try to bring on some universal stuff and bring on some goodies from there. And mm-hmm. we'll do some more reviews. So if you're listening to the podcast, you're not getting any visuals, go to our Facebook page. You'll see our Facebook live stuff. So yeah, I'm actually going to put a, a poll on there to see where you want snacks from the next time, um, whether it's Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom. Because okay. right now... And hopefully it won't be torrential downpour like it is right now. Yeah, because right now for Epcot, a majority of their fall stuff isn't available until Halloween. Okay. So, like, their Universal cupcakes and stuff like that. Right. Okay. They got Jack right. the Donut over at Voodoo's. Michelle actually had, I can't even pronounce the name. It was, like, eight different things combined into one for Starbucks there in City Walk. <laughs> it was pumpkin this, this, a shot of espresso that. I don't even know. It was, like, a concoction. Yeah, there's so many more items at the Magic Kingdom. Like, there's a huge cinnamon roll. There's Ooh, different up, my mouth. There's right? different drinks. I mean, there is so many more items available at the Magic Kingdom. That, I mean, it's just <laughs> impossible to try and get to them all. All right, folks, that's going to do it for Random Topic this week. Uh, um, can I add one other thing? No. Um, to kind of go in with all <laughs> of the Halloween thing, because I'm going to go anyway. <laughs> Over on the world of UDN.com on our um, marketplace, not the marketplace. We just added a Halloween page. Oh, that's correct. To the it's it's like off the main the page. It's, yeah. it's it's own Halloween page off yeah. of the Link. website, and it'll take you to links of different um, Halloween merchandise, food, um, snacks, and stuff, and recipes that you can make at home. So there's all different types of links. So go over to our website. Yum, yeah, so go over to our website and check out uh, what we've got over there. As the rain comes down harder, I think that's going <laughs> to do it for Facebook Live. We have that to continue on with the podcast, but we hope that you enjoyed this little treat. Thanks for joining yes, us, everyone. And uh, <laughs> join us again. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so the... The Facebook Live part of it is done, but we are not done as far as podcasts go. No, not at all. So we are going to move on into sponsors. Okay. When we talk about our sponsors, understand that not only are you helping out the podcast, but you're also helping out UDN, and we work hard. Understand that, you know, we don't we don't make any money off of this podcast, so everything kind of comes out of our own wallets. But we're here for you. Uh, if you want to show our support for both UDN and UDN Live, feel free to reach out to us on Marketplace and purchase something there. That would be helpful. Uh, this Marketplace is phenomenal. Yes. I mean, honestly, you don't even have to go anywhere else. I mean, absolutely incredible. Jen has done a phenomenal job with the Marketplace and getting it all set up. Yeah, it's broken down into three different segments. So you have the UDN Marketplace, which is our UDN retail store. So any kind of UDN swag that you want to sport around and help spread the word about us. Um, We also have the UDN affiliate store, um, and that has links to Shop Disney, Ombre, Globein.com, and 
our newest affiliate, whoop, whoop. Loungefly. We are now a direct distributor for Loungefly. Uh, <laughs> I'm so great excited news. about this. Great news for her. Not so great news for me. <laughs> so you can either go on to the website um, and go through the link there. You can also go onto the Facebook page and there is a link that was announcing the Loungefly. You can use the link there and take a look at what we have on our website. Lots of cool things. And it's both for Disney and Universal, uh, which is nice. Yes. Um, and then it's also broken down into the UDN Sponsor Store. And that is a lot of people that uh, have been helping us from the, the beginning. Um, gifts worth milking for, who I am today, um, perf shirts, Magic Feather Shop, Three, three cheeky, cheeky Chicks. chicks. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have heard this, but... We are excited to announce that UDN is getting their own flavor. Yeah, scent, not flavor. I scent. call them flavors. Ugh, scent. Well and there's done. actually a contest okay. that we're running. Yes, we are going to be running a contest on what that flavor should be. Scent. Flavor. Scent. And so you can join us in deciding Neither. what that scent <laughs> flavor should be. Vauban's out, Dave. I'm sorry. Yeah, no Vauban. Sorry, guys. Ugh. There's nothing that screams theme park like Vauban. That's what I'm trying to <laughs> say. that's the only place you will ever smell that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to smell that in my own house. Sorry. Thanks. Sprinkle it around your Christmas tree. So put your thinking caps on and help us select a UDN scent and what you think that should be. And uh, go on to the Facebook page uh, or even... Uh, Email us what your thoughts are, and we do have a prize that we're going to give out to the person that comes up with the scent that we go with. Sweaty tourist. <laughs> <laughs> so, and no deodorant. Yeah, and for the UDN sponsor store, most um, all of them are offering a discount code or some type of promo code. Yep. So, which is nice. And then last but not least, uh, we've got two boxes that we have running right now. Box number one is a fall festival box. I think there's only a few days left to pick that one up. It's $79 plus shipping, and it has a Queen's Apple Pie Wax Melt, Cider House Lane Wax Melt. It's a full, the fall-themed wax burner, pumpkin spice coffee, butterbeer hot cocoa, and a fall mug or tumbler. So lots of fall stuff to be had there. And I want to say there's only a few left and a few days left. So make sure you get your order in there. And box number two will be around a little bit longer. It's our Ghoulish Delights box. That one is going to be $99 plus shipping. And that is going to contain our Halloween Mickey ears, Spooky Nights 14-ounce candle from Universal Candle Company, two oversized Disney Halloween treats, Halloween tumbler and a Halloween shirt. All right, there you have it. So, lots of good stuff. Lots of great stuff, folks. If you're looking for awesome Disney and Universal stuff, feel free to reach out to our UDN Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get some great merch at great prices. So, feel free to do that and help us out. 
These boxes are very popular. They sell out very quickly. So if you are wanting to be part of this <laughs> and get these boxes, you better get in soon because it's going to be gone. These last couple of boxes, mm-hmm. very popular and took off. So very cool. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate your assistance on that. Hey, I try. And I think <laughs> we are at the end of our show. What do you guys think of that live stuff? Pretty cool? It was. I think it was fun. Yeah, it we was. Can, we can get away with it. We'll yeah, see. We'll have to work out some logistics. Definitely got to work out some kinks, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> a little rough around the edges, if you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> it was our first go around, like so obviously saw. there's going to yeah. be a little, you know, growing pain, so to speak. All right, folks. So listen, if you're in these parks, understand that there's more people in the parks than normal. If mm-hmm. you don't feel comfortable, feel free to uh, exercise your right to leave the park. Uh, No one is forcing you to stay in these parks and endure a lot of people. Uh, With the international people coming in, these parks are only going to get busier. So when you're coming down, please plan for that. Mm -hmm. Also, keep in mind that we have five named storms in the Atlantic right now. We have talked about hurricane season, and we are in the height of it. So keep an eye on the weather because you never know what's going to happen. We are due for a major, major hurricane. So hopefully we've been missing them left and right. As I say, they've gone everywhere but Florida. But Florida, <laughs> so we've been lucky. Yeah. We'll get the Greek letter because they're about ready to run out of. Uh, I was going to say yeah. they're almost out of names, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they're going the Greek numbers or something after. Yeah, this. yeah, it's the Greek Greek numbers. I think is what's after when they get run out of names. But when was the last time you saw us run out of names? I don't. I can't remember ever. I, I mean, I crazy. Haven't. Welcome to 2020. Right? <laughs> exactly. Out of any year that it was going to happen, obviously, leave it to 2020. <laughs> Just give me the Cat 5. Let's get this over. As long as 2021 doesn't go hold my beer. Right? right? <laughs> I think everybody's looking forward to that. So if you're in these parks, please be safe, have fun, wear your mask, and we'll talk soon. You have been listening to the official Universal Disney Nuts podcast. Please visit our website at worldofudn.com and join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest updates, news, and events from your favorite theme parks. See you in two weeks.